2020 is a heck of a year for everyone across the globe. For me, I've been more reflective than I've been in a long time. Like everyone, I have specific and vivid memories, and right now, I'm going to explore them. I don't think of myself as someone who shares, but it can be cathartic. So here goes. My first memories of OCD tendencies are from middle school, but they exploded in high school. Every morning in 6th through 8th grade, I started the day in a panic over whether I'd forgotten something somewhere in the house. I packed and unpacked my backpack multiple times, confirming all the books were there, history, literature, math, etc. Out they came, back in they went, over and over again. And after confirming the contents, I raced around the house, literally running from room to room and checking to see if I possibly left a folder or book I'd need somewhere in the house. It was like someone doing a final search of a hotel room before checking out, but only if that someone was on a high, which made them frantic to the point of crying each and every day. In high school, I couldn't trust my locker. What if I forgot the combination? What if the lock didn't work for some other reason? I could not, would not, be late for class. I only had five minutes between classes. That was barely enough time to use the bathroom. In middle school, I started the practice of racing to class, warning my teacher that I needed to use the bathroom, then doing my business and making it back to class before class was going to start anyways. To avoid the use of my locker, I carried all my books to each and every class all day. I had a large duffel bag, which I could have practically fit myself in. I lugged it around all day. My shoulders hurt when I got home, and at night when I changed, there'd be bruising where the straps rubbed against the side of my neck. At night, I set three separate alarms. On my nightstand, I had an alarm clock with two alarms. I set each of them. I also set my electronic watch to go off first. The nightstand clock was set to go off five minutes after the wristwatch, and then five minutes later. After setting all three alarms, I double-checked and made sure they were indeed set. Then I would turn off my lamp and lay my head on my pillow. Thirty seconds later, the light was back on, and I'd check the alarms again. This process repeated itself several times until I was so worked up that I had to pee. Sometimes this whole process sent me to the bathroom multiple times. I'd sit on the toilet, convinced that my bladder was telling me that I needed to go, but I couldn't. My bladder was empty even though my brain thought it was full. But how could it be? I'd just been on the toilet two minutes earlier. After returning from the bathroom to my room, I'd check the alarms a couple more times before eventually falling asleep. Not once did I oversleep. And luckily, this level of OCD is an issue in my past. Something clicked for me in college, and I didn't worry about these things like I once did. Now, if you ask my wife, I've still got issues, and I probably do, but they don't take me to the edge of mental breakdown as they once did. I still over-prepare for things. I still wake up way too early because the idea of being late freaks me out. It's a genuine fear of mine. But all in all, OCD to the extent of self-harm is something I've moved beyond. Now I keep an eye on my daughter for similar themes and issues. There are some things you want to pass on to your kids, and some things which you don't. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe to it, share it with a friend, and leave a review on the podcasting service of your choice. Thanks again.